brothers and sisters yesterday we saw how the lord is alive and active in in adoration it's, he's not just passively there when we go before him he's transformative and 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 obviously this is because when we receive him holy communion the whole effect of communion with christ by receiving himself completely by receiving god into us through his sacred humanity um all present in the Eucharist, his Eucharist, um, is to transform us. So let's look today at, first of all, the effects of Holy Communion. Then we'll look at the effects of adoration itself, but uh, in terms of a spiritual communion, like when we're before the Lord Eucharistically, either in a tabernacle before the monstrance. Um, and you know, the Catechism is very clear that when we receive the sacrament of the Eucharist, Jesus himself, Jesus comes to transform the soul. So when we go to Mass, where we partake in this incredible transformation of the cosmos, of, of things beyond our wildest understanding, in this simple ritual done by a simple mere mortal, the priest, and, 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 and by, uh, by all of us, all, 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 all mere mortals <laughs> coming in the Mass that involved in this immense spiritual transformation of, of, of bread and wine into God himself. Um, which is the huge act of humility that God would become himself out of mere um, bread and wine. So we're involved in so many transformations in Mass, and ultimately we are transformed when we receive the Eucharist. And then we go out to transform and sanctify the world through through our good works, our prayers, our um, bringing the presence of Christ into the world in unique ways through through the tabernacle of our hearts. But... So when we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, he transforms us more into himself. In baptism, we receive the very life of Christ. We become this supernatural organism knitted together, which is his mystical body, which is his church. And we, we receive Jesus's life into us to the point that it's not just having his life in us, but he's living in us and living through us. Such is the union. And the more holy we become, the more sanctified we become, Jesus will will be more and more one with us so that our thoughts, our actions, our promptings, our heart will just be his, the beating of his heart from eternity, that he will just be living in us and that we won't be as obstructive or, or, or stubborn to his desires wanting to come through us. So this is very important. Holy communion is, is, is the act of transformation par excellence. Of course, we've seen this before that our dispositions of going to Holy Communion will affect the extent to which we are transformed, you know, how much we're prepared, how much we are fighting distractions in the Mass, you know, what we've done that day before, how gospel are we living? You know, if we live a very poor gospel life, we're not following the com commandments of the Lord, then we are also putting up obstacles, hardening our heart to, to really receive the full effects of the Eucharist. And so receiving the Eucharist is transformative of us. And here's what Bishop Manuel would say, St. Manuel. Why did Jesus want us to have Holy Communion? Only as a gift? As an ornament for holy souls? The way we, can, we give candy to a well-behaved child? To make it easy for the soul to acquire this or that virtue? Or to reach a higher degree of fervor? So that he could be the beneficial guest of our home, the friend of our pilgrimage? Even more than all of this. Jesus wants to be received in Holy Communion for a more necessary and absolute purpose. That purpose is revealed in John 6, 55. My flesh is food indeed. The aim to feed the supernatural life of the whole of man with his living flesh 
and in a gradual and slow way to transform the whole of man into Christ himself. So it's incredible that God invites us to be transformed in Christ. St. Augustine used to say, when we eat food, food becomes part of us. This sacramental eating, the eating of Christ, means that we become part of him. He says, by its own power, and if it is not impeded voluntarily by us, Holy Communion will unite us with God by assimilation, allowing us to live Christ's own life, not only as man, but also as God. Wow, this is it, because we're called to partake in the very nature of God as God's children, God's in lower G. We're not God himself, but we are operating in a divine way through grace, partaking in the very life of God. This is why closer we come to God, the saints can do amazing things, have such influence on the divine, through the divine operation of grace on, on, on world events, by their prayers and supplications, by by healings and different things. Of course, God moving through them. But, um, but you know, it's, it's so important. Because of this intimate union and likeness of life, Holy Communion, by its own power and by the intention of its divine author, God, the Trinity, does not cease to act upon the communicant, that is us, until he becomes a true child of God, a perfect brother or sister of Jesus, a participant and heir of all his goods and merits. In a word, another Jesus. This is it. A Christian is another Jesus in, in the sense that we participate in Christ and he lives through us and he wants to speak through us. He wants his voice to be heard through our voice, his eyes to gaze on the world through our eyes, his hands to do good works through our hands. So we pray to the Lord that we will really have a profound sense of this.